It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. The San Jose Sharks face off against the Anaheim Ducks in the home finale in the 21-22 season. Still two more road games after tonight. We're on the air at 7 o'clock Pacific time on the Sharks Audio Network with a great rivalry in the state of California. The Sharks are coming off a very dramatic victory in Vegas against the Golden Knights. Down 3-1 and 4-2 in the third period, they came back and scored two extra attacker goals, including one from Timo Meyer with less than one second remaining to force overtime. And then Thomas Bordalo scored an amazing shootout goal to give the Sharks the victory. Okay, here it is. If the Sharks score here, they win the game. And it's Thomas Bordalo for his very first career shootout attempt. Bordalo stick handles to the right. He's down the right boards, he's moving out to the slot, he's stick handling, he waits, he digs, he shoots, he scores! Thomas Bordalo scores in the shootout and check out the Sharks bench, they're flying out to congratulate a man who wears number 23, the same number that Barkley Goodrow wore in the playoffs in game seven, and Bordalo wins it in the shootout for the Sharks. For the Sharks, it was like participating in a playoff game. Defenseman Nicholas Malosh said things were really jubilant on the San Jose bench. Oh, it felt amazing. Uh, for us, it was a big game for them as well, but uh, to play as a team and never quit, it was a great feeling. Malosh also reacted to the amazing move that Bortolo made to get it past Logan Thompson for the win. <laughs> so nice. We love to see it. And uh, it's great to see a young guy and just being comfortable and doing the thing that he's good at and just show it to the world and it's just amazing. Kapo Kakinen, who gets the start in nets tonight for the Sharks against Anaheim, was on the bench in that Vegas game. He's got a pretty good idea about how the Pacific Division rivalries work after that one. Yeah, for sure. That was, I mean, actually we all, uh, we talk with uh, Rhymes after a game. It's almost uh, more fun, so to say, to be a backup on a game like that. You know, where you tight late, you get to overtime, you, you know, you can just when you're playing, you just have to like, okay, we score, but you got to focus, right? right? But on the bench, you can just be like, you know, jump around with the guys and be happy and um, live that um, rivalry, I guess, like you said. And yeah, it's for sure. Obviously, every every game in, inside your division, whether it's, you know, both teams are out of the playoffs or whatever it is, whatever the scenario is, you want to win. It's it's uh, just a little, little bigger game. You want to kind of I don't know, set the tone, but, you know, remind them that, okay, we're not a team to, you know, uh, mess around with. Coach Bob Bugner has been rotating both Kakinen and James Reimer in recent contests, and for Kakinen, that's working out well. I mean, I guess for now it's been good, you know. Um, we play so many games in, in such a short period of time, so it almost feels like you are the starter, even though you play every other night. Um, and also, I, I feel uh, going to a new team, it kind of, it has kind of given me an opportunity to, you know, watch a little bit as well. Um, the team, how they play, and uh, kind of learn the systems um, that way as well. I think it, you know, 
helps maybe a little bit, but so it's been it's been all right. I mean, both both uh, of us have been playing well, so I guess it's working for a team right now. But of course, Capo has a goal of becoming a number one netminder in the NHL, and he's looking forward to taking a step toward that next season. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's uh, that's the goal, and um, that's what I want to want to accomplish here in the near future. And um, kind of like I said, in this off season, you know, work uh, work on probably towards that. That uh, you know, I'll be uh, I'll be able to do that. Coach Bob Bugner talked about that goaltender rotation today. He says that it's good for the team that both netminders can play. Yeah, it's it's a luxury, um, you know. To Shane's question, rotating, it's you know. Um, Usually most coaches would keep going with the same guy that's hot until the point in the schedule where you give them a break or in a back-to-back situation. For us right now, um, you know, the luxury is both guys are at the top of their game. Um, and I think the team f- uh, feeds off both guys. It's, uh, we don't play any different um, you know, who, whoever's in net with between the two of them. So that's a nice uh, option to have, um, you know, so that's, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been good that way in the last few weeks. And this was part of the plan, to rotate the goaltenders the rest of the way. You know, Navi and I talked a couple of weeks ago. We thought that that would, uh, um, you know, both guys have, uh, have played well. And we're just uh, trying to keep them both active every other game so they can get rest. And Rhymes had, a, obviously, a, a good game in Vegas, a great game in Vegas, and had a lot of action there, too. He saw it just not only overtime, but shootouts. So it's a, a fresh couple going in. The Sharks are two points ahead of the Ducks in the standings, and they've worked really hard to get to that point. Only three games left in the regular season for the Sharks. This is the last one at home at SAP Center. Nicholas Malosh noted this morning that getting a victory in the final home game for the fans and staying ahead of Anaheim are two very good goals to have. It'd be great for the fans for our last game and for us as well as a team and just finish ahead of these guys. They're, they're a good young team, and it's it's good to, uh, to play them. And the series was a really hard like fought all year and we just need to close it here tonight the teal report will continue from sap center in just a moment on the san jose sharks audio network the stanley cup playoffs are coming and the field is getting set but can you guess the next champion this is where it all begins right here right now sign up today for the stanley cup playoffs bracket challenge create and join leagues and test your skills against friends and family to see if you can predict the playoffs Sixteen teams, one cup. Sign up now at NHL.com slash bracket. He scores! The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is on 24 hours a day. Whether you're in the office or on the go, make sure that you download the Sharks SAP Center app presented by Western Digital and hit listen anytime. You can also find us on your computer by going to sjsharks.com slash listen. If it's a game broadcast, breaking news, or a player feature, the place to find it is right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. A huge absence in the Anaheim lineup tonight as Ryan Getzlaff has announced his retirement from the NHL. Getzlaff chose to make his final National Hockey League game, the last one that the Ducks played at home in their regular season, and in fitting fashion, he picked up a beautiful assist in Sunday night's game against the St. Louis Blues. Joining me to talk about the Anaheim team is their play-by-play voice on television, my good friend John Alders. And John, everybody's disappointed that Getzlaff isn't going to be playing in tonight's game against the Sharks, but we all understand why he made that choice. 
Just give us an idea of what that night was like, what the atmosphere was, and what he's meant to the team. It was emotional. It was surprisingly emotional from the beginning all the way through to the end. And, of course, the way it ended with him making a, a spectacular primary assist was so fitting. Uh, what, you know, what he's meant to, to the organization, I think a lot of people may not have realized after what Tamu Solani meant to the, to the team. But Ryan's been there all the way through. Tamu left, came back. Ryan was the captain for 12 years, and what a lot of people don't know is how involved he is in the community. Um, he's been very involved with the Cure Duchenne's muscular dystrophy, uh, you know, and uh, he does a golf tournament for that every year, and, and he's, he's had a lot of an impact, a large impact. Both he and Corey Perry uh, put their own money into the Learn to Play program that has, you know, put equipment and, and sticks in over 10,000 kids' hands in, in Orange County and Southern California. And p perhaps the, the moment that Sharks fans didn't see that was the best was when he came into the building. Uh, they had lined the hallway all the way from where he parks his car to, to the locker room with, with kids from the Duchenne's uh, muscular dystrophy that he had touched, a lot of kids from the Learn to Play program and all the different uh, you know, causes that he'd been involved with. And, and that started the emotion because he wasn't expecting that. And it was very emotional all the way. The end of the line were the owners, Henry and Susan Samueli, to greet him and, and Dallas Akins, the coach. And I think from that moment on, it was just more emotional than he ever thought it was going to be. And I, his comments afterwards about it being the greatest night of his life kind of struck me because he's had some great nights. Well, he sure has, and of course, uh, some of the great memories coming against San Jose. Would you say it's accurate that uh, he is to the Anaheim Ducks on the ice to what Joe Thornton was to the Sharks? Yeah, and I, I don't think there's any more memorable moment when you mention those two names than the face-off to begin Game right. 6 in 2009 when, when they went. I actually heard my call when they were showing it on the jumbotron of it and and how surprised i was in my voice they're gonna go right off the face off you know i mean there was so much at stake and yet that was what those two guys chose to do and and i, I think that's a very very apt comparison for sure don't miss the home finale the san jose sharks against the anaheim ducks at sap center at san jose tune in on the sharks plus sap center app presented by western digital starting at seven o'clock pacific time Scott Hannon joins me with the play-by-play -play call of all of the activity between the Sharks and Anaheim. That's it for the Teal Report for today. I'm Dan Rusinowski. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.